Welcome to Podcast 360, powered by the Podcast Academy. In three questions answered in 60 seconds each, you'll experience a 360-degree view of podcasting and the people who are building out the industry. Company founders will take turns sitting in the seat of both guest and host, creating a chain of podcast knowledge and perspective. These conversations are going to get down to business quickly. Each host will ask their guest three questions and they will have 60 seconds to answer each one. You'll hear the timer counting down their final 15 seconds. At the end, the guest will choose a topic to revisit and dig into a little deeper. Let's meet our experts. Today's host is... Hello, I'm Shira Atkins, co-founder and chief revenue officer of Wonder Media Network. I was a guest on last week's episode when Dan Meisner Bumper interviewed me. Make sure you jump back and give that a listen if you haven't listened yet. And who's in the hot seat as today's guest? Hey, I'm Will Malnati. I'm founder of At Will Media. Super excited to be here. Thank you, Shira, for wanting to chat with me for a bit today. Before we dig in, we ask our guests to lay out two truths and a lie. Our host will guess which is the lie. We'll find out the answer together at the end of the conversation. But our host will have an opportunity to change their answer based on what they learn from our guest. Or they can stick with their first intuition. Well, it's an absolute pleasure. I could think of only one person when they asked me who else in the industry I would like to speak to. So as we just heard from Amanda, they typically kick off these episodes with a round of two truths and a lie, which is so fun. Nice throwback. So, Will, you're going to provide us with three facts about yourself. I'm going to guess which one is the lie. And then at the end of the conversation, we will circle back and we'll find out the answer. So are you ready to share your three facts? I'm very ready. Here it goes. Number one, I was introduced to podcasting because a cousin of mine used to work with Guy Raz. Number two, the first revenue I ever brought in for Atwell Media was from a Squarespace ad. Number three, Alex Bloomberg of Gimlet fame and I are neighborhood drinking buddies. These are all extremely plausible. You're very good at this game. I feel like the Squarespace thing is the most likely. Like, I feel like my first revenue was from like Audible or something for one of those ads um, from Performance Bridge. You've never mentioned a cousin. You've never mentioned Guy Raz. I didn't even know, like, honestly, Will, I didn't even know you knew who Guy Raz was. So, like, let's just say that's the What do you mean? Ad and we'll go from there. <laughs> it's just like, take- he's never come up on conversation. <laughs> But you didn't know I knew Guy Raz was. Guy Raz is like a founding father, I feel like, in a way. And also, this isn't this a podcast where founders talk to founders? And isn't that his, like, wheelhouse? Yeah, totally. That is his wheelhouse. I just, like, I one of the things that I love most about you is your um, your independent spirit and your sense of irreverence. And I don't know. It just seems like a little mainstream. Like to name drop huh. Guy Raz, you know, like. But I, but I name drop. We're drinking Betty. Too. Yeah, but like he's like you know, it's just a different kind of cut. Cool, cool. Anyway, it just seems more plausible to me that 
you would be friends with Alex, that, okay. that you would like we'll care to, to even mention. Yeah, we'll get there. Okay. I'm just saying, this is my reasoning. If people want to know my reasoning, here it is. Okay. So now that we've taken care of that, we are going to get to know you and about your podcast career. I'm going to ask you some questions and you'll have 60 seconds to answer each. And then after that, you get to pick one of the subjects that we touched on and we'll dig a little deeper into that and you can elaborate your thoughts. Are you ready, Will? I'm ready. So what do you think has been the greatest advancement or best thing to happen to the podcasting industry in the past five years? Okay, so I think from a micro perspective, I think about things like simple tech advancements, like dynamic ad insertion that, believe it or not, was like a very big thing to enter the space, which just I have so many old podcast episodes that will just have forever baked in ads. Um, another thing would be like Apple subscriptions for anyone to, to try to make some money off of their podcast where they otherwise weren't. Uh, and then from a macro perspective, I think it's just all these like legacy brands really entering the space and making sure that they're, they're kind of doubling down in some capacity from Apple to Amazon to Sony. And these are places that at least for my business model, make it more kind of legitimate in a way. And the money that they're bringing into the industry allows for other things to kind of happen. I was really trying to Um, do it in one breath. It was really good. I just never, once again, first you're talking about Guy Raz, now you're talking about dynamic ad insertion. I'm sort of like, well, do I, have we met? I'm trying, I'm trying to throw you. You're crushing it. I'm trying to throw you off. <laughs> By the way, how do you know that that answer wasn't she truths on a lie? <laughs> well, when you talked about Apple subscriptions, I was like, that is, saying Apple subscriptions is the best thing to happen in the industry is bold. I That would be my lie out of those three things, but. We can debate that at another time, perhaps on another competing podcast. I think I was more going for like the the most significant turns mm. in the industry, the most significant introductions, I guess, to the industry. That's totally fair. Okay, no. next one. Are you ready? Yeah. What is the best thing that you have done personally, Will Malnati, for the podcast industry in the past five years? Oh my God. First of all, that's putting a lot of weight on on my shoulders anything that i did is truly a team effort listen i think that the the biggest thing for me or for my team was selling our first kind of original project because until that time which that was in 2019 from 2016 to 2019 it was all about for us, production services and trying to kind of generate revenue from brands and, and you know, having clients. And then once we kind of sold our first original to to Audible, actually, it was like a, it was a big change for me in terms of momentum. It was a momentum shift and like it allowed us to pivot in a new revenue stream and a new kind of functionality of the team that had existed thus far amazing i don't know if i did that for the industry i I guess like that's just such a hard question to answer what have you done what have you done for the industry lately yeah i feel like we're the stalwarts in a certain way like we've been around we're like old school we've we've sort of we remember it when 
and totally the fact that we still exist and that we're like hiring people and making stuff i don't yeah. know it does shape the industry not to get too sappy but no i think i think that's right i, I do agree that there's something to be said about the kind of early adopters you know the people that were in the industry first especially with small businesses that like we maybe played a role in kind of defining what the industry or like the dna of it would be for future yeah. years to come so I, th- I definitely think there's something about that i'll raise my hand on that one cool podcast 360 will be right back after a quick break and a word from our sponsors and now back to podcast 360 um that's a good segue into the last of the three 60 second question answers are you ready yeah. Okay. So given what's happening in the industry right now with consolidation and the pullback in spending and the doom and gloom and all of this, like, what do you think that we as like independent, small business owners should be doing to keep our, like, what's the smartest thing that we could be doing to keep our businesses thriving and successful when there's so many around us that are failing? I think the first thing is trying to keep a positive outlook and that's internally and externally even just like internally for myself, but also internally for my team, I think that's super important. And just like maintaining this like positivity surrounding the business, what it is, what it has been, what it is now and what it has yet to become. And I think that that's a big piece for me. The second is just more of a tactical thing, which is just like constantly scrutinizing spending, like just from a business perspective constantly looking at the things that maybe were okay to spend on in the last year and a half and saying, you know what, this is a nice to have. This is not a need to have. And pushing your team and your leaders from your team to be thinking the same way. And the other thing is just about like being smart and strategic about which projects you actually pursue. I think a lot of times it was like, let's pursue a bunch of things. And now it's like, let's pursue the best things. Mm. Great. Amazing. Okay. So now that we have answered those three questions will is there anything in any of those answers that you want to revisit or that we should speak about further you tell me i mean i'm open to kind of which one sparked you the most apple um, subscriptions <laughs> i mean we don't need to talk about that i just think either? fine just like very very i don't know no, I don't want to unless unless that makes sense. Okay, no, no, no. If you don't want to, I don't want to. I just think okay. it's crazy. They, they're so obsessed with pushing subscriptions because they have to. I understand that like sure. they need to show any amount of revenue coming out of that business to be important in the schemata of like what is Apple. But they came out guns a-blazing like this was going to be the best thing for independent creators in the podcasting ecosystem. And... I think actually what they ended up giving to us was an even worse system for finding curation that put more onus on independence to develop more content um, so that we could be even more on our knees for Apple's needs. And I have a lot of friends who work at Apple and people that I love there, and I have been shocked by how party line they are on this. And it's frustrating that, like, effectively you can't get promotion unless you have subscription. They will deny this because obviously pay-to-play is a huge problem, antitrust issue. But, like, 
it is the truth. I mean, that is it is how it functions now. So I'm anti. That is certainly more um, within your business model than ours, I will yeah. say. So you have probably a better look under the hood when it comes to that type of thing. So you'll have to educate me at some point further. What else? I hear you on the positive outlook piece. I think we have some. How, how big is your company now, Well, How many employees? 30. Yeah. Wow. So we're, we were 30 when we sadly had to do some layoffs. We're now creeping back up. I think we're like 22 or 23 now. And there are 23 human beings that are like seeing all this shit around us. And it's really hard. And there are 23 people that like make really creative and beautiful work and are pretty focused on the work is the truth. Like most of our team is producers. We don't have a very robust business team. And so what feels like to me as like a, a business leader, I run revenue. It's like, it feels like apocalyptic every day. I have to remember that like, A, they're probably not paying that much attention to it necessarily. And B, if they are, they want to contextualize it in, in terms that they can understand, which is like our business. It's like, is our business doing okay? And what can they be doing to like keep their jobs and continue to like make good stuff? So that definitely resonates. It's a good reminder because I can be I'm lucky to have a business partner who's very sunny and optimistic, so she helps me Yeah, that. No, that's really helpful. I, I think for us, we've been trying to kind of be as transparent as possible as well during this time with the team, because I think there are, it's, you can read three articles right now by Googling podcast industry, and it will feel like mm-hmm. if the end of the world is is nigh. And I think that what I try to do is say, look, you can read these articles, but here's what's going on with us. And here's how we fit into the larger scheme. And I think that that helps a little bit, even though it's like scary sometimes to be um, fully transparent with with everyone, especially like you said, that some of the every every role in the yeah. in the company doesn't always think about it in the same way. But um, but yeah, I think that's one thing that's been helpful and, and helpful for us, too. Be like, what are we? What are we saying about this? What moment? What are we saying about the future? And um, so, that's been helpful. And at the end of the day, like some people that I speak with that are other kind of um, podcast owners or or podcast executives, I think they they can also liken this time to even just like early in any industry has its kind of ups and downs and has this kind of lack of security uh, from year to year um, until it is more mature. And I think that that's one thing that I keep reminding myself is this is still a very immature industry in a way. Um, obviously, like we talked about, it's it's come a long way for over the past five years, but there's still so much growth that is going to happen. And so I think that looking at it like that from like the 30,000 foot view it's helpful for me and it's helpful for, you know, people on the team and knowing like, hey, remember the, you know, the dot com bubble? There was so much uncertainty there and um, huge dips and it's doing okay now. And so if I look at it like that, yeah, it helps. Helps me sleep better. Well, you definitely need that, especially with a newborn. <laughs> yes, Exactly. <laughs> Well, thank you, Will. We have one more thing to take care of before we go, which is we have to revisit our two truths and a lie. 
I think I'm going to stick with my answer because it's not like you revealed anything that would make me feel otherwise. So here we go. I should have I should have somehow worked in like, you know, some guy and I the other day were having a chat <laughs> with my cousin. But no, I think the interesting part, uh, the thing that probably makes you good at your job is that you're very uh, intuitive and that you can read body language well and attention to detail. And so um, very nice work on spotting my, my life. Wow, great. Very nice. Such a like a casual flex to be like, yeah, I'm drinking buddies with Alex Bloomberg. It just seemed like something you would say. <laughs> I had no, no. It wasn't meant to be. It was actually meant to try to make the other one feel more realistic. But I do now need to develop a relationship with Guy Raz uh, yes. as quickly as possible so that next time I'm on here, I can throw that in there and really throw people off. Well, you know, you probably could... I, part of this podcast is like the next step is that you're going to interview somebody. So you could try to get Guy. But is he I, is he an owner of a podcast company? I don't know. Is it Does he have like Guy Raz Industries or something? He probably has a production company. I mean, probably who does. doesn't? What famous person doesn't have a production company? Right. Um, so that can be our home. Well, I would get to the bottom of that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, please do. It's been a pleasure. If people want to listen to stuff that you've made, yes. find more about you, how should they do that? Okay, so it's just at will, the two words, dot US, at will, dot US. Otherwise, it's at like at will, you know, all handles. I don't know if we still have a handle on X. Maybe we do. Um, I don't know what happens there with the transition, but um, at will is our handle. At will. Okay, great. Love it. Thank you again so much for being my guest and for the Podcast 360 team. Thank you for having us and coordinating and arranging. And yeah. if people want to get more of me, which I don't imagine you will, but if you do, I did a previous interview with Dan Meisner, who is a brilliant marketer and uh, business mind. So you should check that out. Here, here, here we go. Thank you for listening to Podcast 360, where you experience a 360 degree view of podcasting. Special thanks to the Podcast Academy and DCP Entertainment. Follow us on social media at The Ambies and at DCP Official on Instagram. And subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss an episode. Yeah.